content, finally ready to look back on all she had survived and accomplished. Seated in an overstuffed leather chair, she struggled with memory and time to unearth the truth. Do you sense a split in yourself, in your personality? I asked her this day. Whenever Mother emitted a long, almost bothered sigh, repositioning her body in the chair as she did then, I knew a revelatory moment was upon us. Shooting a finger inside the starched white wimple that surrounded her face, she rubbed her temple as if she were physically trying to loosen the past from her memory. How often I would sit there waiting, staring past the metal florets dotting the grill, thinking how much they were like Mother herself, steely yet feminine, guarded yet open, forged by fire, and lasting. Then the answers would come. Did I ever tell you about throwing the knife at my uncle? I want the real me to be known, because nothing I have or do is me. It's some street woman that got sick and was given many things. Then, with slow precision, she added, The real me is not what you see. In the graded parlor of her cloister, for the better part of three years, I pursued the real Mother Angelica. From 1999 to the end of 2001, the woman Time magazine called the superstar of religious broadcasting and easily one of the most powerful and influential people in the Roman Catholic Church met me for a weekly date of sorts to resurrect the past and appraise her life. These visits were brave exercises for Mother Angelica. It is one thing to permit a neophyte to rifle through your history. He's disadvantaged from the outset and knows only what the printed record affords. But I had known Mother personally and as an employee for five years when I began interviewing her. I had been near her in good times and bad, in public and in private. For two years I occasionally co-hosted her popular Mother Angelica Live TV program and served as news director for the network she had founded. In some ways, she was like a grandmother to me, a grandmother with whom I shared an uncommon ease and kinship. Our mutual Italian heritage probably helped— We could converse about any issue and did not avoid the occasional ribbing. We had words once, Mother confided to a friend in my presence. Raymond didn't get to use any of them. Despite differences and disagreements, we remained close. My peculiar vantage point allowed me to see Mother Angelica as she truly was, a simple, deeply spiritual woman struggling to do God's will and to overcome her personal failings. I slowly began to recognize the other Mother Angelica, Encased within the cherubic face beyond the metal bars, Rita Rizzo, the sickly girl who with only a high school diploma had fought her way out of poverty and single-handedly created the Eternal Word Television Network, the largest religious broadcasting empire in the world, succeeding where all the bishops of the United States and several millionaires had failed. Here was a modern Teresa of Avila, an outspoken firebrand, who with a radical faith and determination had surmounted obstacles that would have hobbled most men. She had beaten back sexism, bankruptcy, and corporate and ecclesial takeover attempts in order to provide moral leadership to the people. Physically, this suffering servant had endured a mystical dance of pain and providence that would exact a terrific price and yield astounding rewards. The woman John Paul II declared, weak in body but strong in spirit, publicly challenged cardinals and bishops in the name of orthodoxy, broadcast a common-sense traditional vision of the Church in the post-Vatican II period, and became an ecumenical spiritual beacon to millions. 
Still, she remains a mystery, even to her legions of followers. How did this neglected, withdrawn child of divorce rise to become one of the most revered and feared women in Catholicism? How did a cloistered nun, with no broadcast experience, conquer the airwaves? How did stomach ailments, shattered vertebra, an enlarged heart, chronic asthma, paralysis, and twisted limbs actually further her mission? What fueled her well-known public debates with church hierarchy over practice and devotion? How has her television network and religious order managed to thrive while others have collapsed? And most important, how is her message being received in the Catholic Church today, and what impact will it have on the future? These nagging questions and my familiarity with bits of her hidden story convinced me that a full-scale biography of Mother Angelica was needed and timely. With trepidation, I approached the woman herself, fully realizing her participation would probably be minimal due to the continuing...